The home that you worked so hard to purchase or the business that you dreamed of owning deserve to shine. LDJ Cleaning Professionals specialize in commercial, residential, and disinfecting cleaning. We've served Aurora and the Quad Counties with over 20 years experience in the professional cleaning industry. Whether you're looking for window cleaning, disinfecting, or general office cleaning, we offer it all and more. Hire a true professional and call us today at 630-291-5435 or visit our website at www.ldjcleaning.com. We help you protect your investment. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora, and Happy New Year. The time is now 7.40 a.m. You are listening to Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast, and it's January 1st, 2021. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Hope that it was a safe uh, transition for you. Uh, I know that you probably didn't go out to the club last night if you got a brain. I don't even think clubs are open because it's pandemic season. So this was a uh, a difference, uh, especially in norms for many people. Uh, but we hope that it was safe for everyone. And here we are, January 1st, 2021. A brand new year, brand new outlook, fresh, determined, active, and all that good stuff. All right. So we've got some news for you guys, some things to talk about. Uh, first things first, want to say that this uh, we would like to see and uh, we are going to do our part to make sure that we can uh, bring about a very positive new year uh, in 2021 for everyone. So with that being said, I would encourage folks, uh, if there's a cause that you like or a cause that you support, uh, perhaps double down on it in this year. Um, let's see what we can do about, you know, doing a little bit more. Um, if you've donated in the past or if you've uh, been a participant in any food or clothing drives, things like that, or any volunteer initiatives, while some of those activities may be limited due to health concerns and safety and uh, in this time of COVID, if there is a way to uh, augment and, you know, do more of what we're doing, virtual stuff, online stuff, uh, let's do that. Good morning, Aurora. We're going to continue doing uh, what we do and also uh, see if we can strengthen our community activities a little bit more. So for those of you who are friends of the show, you know where you catch us at, you know where you see us at, and you know the kind of stuff that we're involved in. Uh, if you want to get involved with us, let us know. Send us an email, goodmorningauroraIL at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what's happening, and we can uh, get together out here in these streets and take part in some stuff whether it's an art activity or if it's a uh, activity feeding folks helping anybody out connect with us and uh we can make an ordeal out of it all right um so there's a lot of stuff going on already and there's a lot of good initiatives that are coming up this uh this month into february we've been talking a lot about what the aurora public library has going on so i'll read off those initiatives for you guys and uh let you know what's happening with that on the 13th which is a wednesday at 6 p.m there's going to be the citizenship and recent updates on immigration uh 
uh, immigrant legal services specialist from World Relief Chicagoland is going to be there and talking about the process and anything that's, you know, related to COVID-19 with updates. Registrations required for that. This is Aurora Public Library Initiatives, and you can go on their website to uh, register. Wednesday, the 20th at 6 p.m., contacting your elected officials following up to Martin Luther King's day of service. Former political staffer Lily Rocha will cover best practices to contact local, state, and federal representatives. Learn how to make your message heard. Thursday, the 21st, Civic Education Series, County Boards. That'll be at 7 p.m., partnership with the League of Women Voters. Um, and then also February March initiatives are... You know, some pretty cool things going on. They're highlighting uh, cultural. So the 12th of February, it was a Friday, 10 a.m., Tai Chi for the Chinese New Year. Registrations required. Uh, effective exercise to improve health, fitness, and relaxation. Tuesday, February 16th, 7 p.m., Growing Your Business with LGBTQ-Friendly Practices. Part of the Fairness and Equality for a Better Aurora series. Thursday, March 18th, 7 p.m., Civic Education Township Government, uh, continuing partnership with the League of Women Voters, uh, the Aurora area, and the series is going to focus on township government and its role in policymaking. All right. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be very good, very good stuff with the Aurora Public Library. A um, couple of things that caught my eye, very important things to think about also going into this year. So um, there is... Uh, read this great article in the uh, Tribune by a very talented author named Sarah Freestadt. Uh King County agencies are preparing for potential wave of evictions in 2021, worried that the number of families at risk of losing their homes could spike in 2021 as the COVID-19 pandemic stretches on. Some agencies in Aurora and Kane County are creating programs intended to help homeowners, landlords, and tenants. Uh, among them is an eviction mediation program through the Kane County Court System, facing a projected wave of evictions in 2021 and the potential that pandemic protections will expire. The organizations involved in the mediation program are hoping to help families stay in their homes, help landlords avoid empty units, and prevent the court system from becoming backlogged. That's by Kevin Malone, Kane County Program Manager for Resolutions Systems Institute. Uh, working to create the program. A uh, friend of the show, uh, Rick Guzman of The Neighbor Project, um, has also uh, chimed in, speaking on uh, the high demand for state and local housing assistance. Uh, the Neighbor Project, designated as a local partner for state-run housing assistance programs, fielded nearly 100 calls a day about the state rent and mortgage aid program as the application process opened. Uh, so for more information about that, you can visit the neighbor program. Uh, we'll post their link today and also uh, check out the this article. We'll be uh, sharing this as well. The pandemic situation has been a nightmare for many uh, residents and people, and uh, we hope we would like no one to lose their home. So this is definitely an issue that uh, King County and the city should try their very best to uh, tackle. All right. Uh, also very interesting and good news, the state of Illinois has expunged nearly half a million cannabis cases as part of legalization. Uh, 
Ending the difficult year on a positive note, Governor J.B. Pritzker announced the forgiveness and expungement of about half a million criminal cannabis cases. The governor announced he issued pardons for 9,210 low-level cannabis convictions, while the Illinois State Police have wiped clean more than 492,000 non-felony cannabis-related arrest records. Uh, the expungement process is part of the state law that legalized licensed sale of marijuana starting in 2020. It's meant to reduce the impact of the war on drugs under which minorities were disproportionately arrested and locked up for cannabis crimes, despite similar reported rates of usage. Uh, so shout outs to J.B. Pritzker and shout outs to uh, Illinois State Police for doing that. At the local level, many county court clerks were still processing expungements, arrest records from DuPage, Kane, Knox, Lake, McHenry, McLean, Peoria Rock, me, Peoria, Rock Island, Will, and Winnebago counties have been expunged. The remaining counties have until January 1st, 2025 to expunge their arrest records. Shout outs to J.B. Pritzker. All right. Um, also want to say that the uh, keep in mind now township. Township, 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 township elections are coming up. The primaries are next month in February, and the elections are April 6th. Uh, do you know about Aurora Township? What do you know? Do you know who's running? Uh, we have had the pleasure of interviewing three candidates. Alex Arroyo for Democrat super, or excuse me, Township Supervisor. Uh, Sherry Spears for trustee and also Bonnie Kunkel for trustee. So check out their message and check out what Aurora Township does. Okie dokie. Uh, let me see here now. I told you about the Chinese New Year. I told you about township government. I even told you about the civic education series. What I have not yet told you is that today is Friday. We're going into a weekend and we're it's the first day in a brand new year. Let's keep it up, y'all. Keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. Keep up the good, good keep up the good stuff, keep up the good work. And that, that is the news. Thank you for coming on to the show for sure. today. Thank you for having we appreciate me. it. Yep. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Um, as you said, when you walked into our fantastic studio, 2021 is our year. I hope so. We already <laughs> said it is. They can have 2020. It's over and done with. Yep. Um, for the record though, let people know who you are and where you're from. So my name is Corey Caruso. Um, I'm with Chasers Laser Tag, and uh, we're in Naperville and uh, Knockerball. We also have Knockerball there too. Knockerball is our mobile um, company, so we do the same kind of thing as Chasers, but we bring it out to you. And then Chasers is our indoor venue. And Chasers is in Fox Valley Mall Circle. Where is it? No, we're just at. We're from five minutes, I would say, from Fox Valley Mall. Okay. Um, we're uh, near like Fort Hill Fitness Center, like oh, in that okay. industrial area back there. Yes, I know where that's at. Okay. Great. Yeah, eighteen eleven High Grove. Shout out, y'all, kids. Mom, did you get that address? Write it down, mom. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Um. Now, we're going to talk about a lot. We're going to talk about you yourself personally, and then we're also going to talk about business in Aurora and being a businesswoman. Uh, but starting off, where were you born and raised? Uh, Chicago. Okay. All right. Yeah. When did you come to Aurora? This way. Uh, so I moved to, I moved out to the suburbs. Um, God, I moved out to the suburbs maybe about five, six years ago. So not too long, but I was born and raised in the city, I never thought I would leave Chicago. Um, you know, I come from a family of, you know, police officers and 
just grew up on the southwest side and thought I'd never leave there, but here I am, and yeah. I love it out here. It's not so bad. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I really like it, um, you know, once I had kids and stuff, and so... Uh, yeah, we moved moved out here a few years ago. Do you uh, visit Chicago? Visit family still back home? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, now um, and where where I'm located, we're really close to expressways too. So I mean, I could be back in our you know area where we you know the kids grew up and they still have some friends that they hang out with and stuff. We could be back there, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Where is it? Um, by like uh, Garfield Ridge. Okay. Garfield Ridge uh, by just west of Midway Airport. Okay. Um, growing up. What impact did your dad have on your life? My dad? Um, well, my, uh, so I had a stepfather and uh, who raised me basically since I was four or five. And, um, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think my dad, um, he's deceased now. He uh, uh, passed away a few years ago. Um, as a result of, um, he was in a, he was a Vietnam veteran, mm -hmm. and uh, so he uh, passed away a few years ago as a result of uh, Agent Orange. So I uh, learned a lot about that when he was going through his treatment and everything. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know, my impact that my dad, he was just a hard worker, um, just solid, dependable, um, just family, you know, oriented. He, you know, he was a friend of mine. Like, I mean, like, as I got older, right. you know, he would call me up and, hey, you know, want to play some poker tonight and, like, have some friends over. And, like, he was, like, just became a friend. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. um, now, before we get into the business aspects, um, you know, being a business owner and all those kind of things, what is your opinion of the state of business right now in Aurora? Well, I mean, I think businesses just in general are really struggling with the unknown mm -hmm. um, and you know what 2021 is going to hold for us and what the city you know and state and federal like what the governments are you know our our leaders are going to be able to do for us if anything right um, I personally don't have a whole lot of confidence in all that because it's just it's so you know there's so much and then um, you know we all Kind of heard the horror stories of the first, um, you know, PPP loans and CARES Act and things that went out. And, that first you know, wave. That first right. wave and the businesses that got, you know, millions of dollars that didn't necessarily need it and things like that. And so seeing all that stuff go on, you know, makes, I think for me, like being a small business owner, you know, obviously uh, makes me concerned and concerned for the other, uh, you know, business owners as well, uh, small business owners, because you know, you don't have those lawyers and accountants working in your favor and the banks and things like that. Like, you know, you're kind of on your own. No, and you bring up a good point because I think like one of the, when they did the breakdown from that first wave of PPP, like what Comcast, yeah, got, like, you know, a, a few million. <laughs> and what did oh. they lose? Because I've been still paying my Comcast bill. Comcast I'm saying, bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they were definitely companies that we're still getting mail and bills from, which did mm -hmm. not need that. It's right. The, it's the small guy with, uh, I don't know, eight, nine employees. Or, or Yeah, that actually lost revenue, and right. that was never considered in that first wave of who actually lost revenue. Right. It was, that wasn't even figured in if you lost revenue. That's really what it should, if you're business stayed open, you shouldn't even have been able to apply for it, you know, or it should have been considered like a revenue aspect, right. you know, that's really what it was, you know, much more important if you lost revenue in it. Um, and all these businesses were just able to apply, 
whether or not they lost revenue, you know, it didn't matter. So, and they got a lot of money, um, you know, and so, the, and then there were a lot of businesses that, um, you know, I know, like personally for me, um, the bank we used, um, they uh, didn't even open up, uh, like, I, it took months for them to even open up their application process. Um, so they were already dispersing money to some of these bigger corporations that, you know, have, you know, a, a team of accountants working on their, right. on their like, behalf. Like 12, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and they were already dispersing money and, you know, the bank we used was still figuring out their application process. So right. it was, uh, you know, just very unfortunate how it all went. So I hope, you know, I hope 2021 is better, but, um, you know, and they figure things out. Um, but. You know, we're all at the, the mercy of uh, the government with uh, how they're going to handle it. Chill <laughs> into my body when you said that, right? <laughs> but you know, I see. You know, I'm on a lot of um, you know social media sites and neighborhood sites, and you know, really like around Christmas time, and um, you know, with the gift cards and things like that, and supporting local businesses. You know, I feel like people are more so now realizing the importance of that um, for sure, and you know, that's. Uh, come to light a lot more. I think it took, and I'm not trying to uh, gloss over anybody who lost anything, but I, I do believe that it took some small businesses to get to a point of collapse, or almost collapse, for them to realize that, hey, they're not the only small business in town, and if it's good for them, others will do good as well. I kind of do, I, I really do believe that for some businesses, this was an eye-opener to how much they all matter kind of thing. I think some people didn't, didn't, I think they saw themselves as maybe it can't happen to me kind of thing. Well, you know, to, I guess, you know, we all kind of might have a, you know, get caught up in, you know, your own business. You're, right. you're busy. You're like do, running everything from social media mm -hmm. to, you know, actually running the business to accounting and payroll. And so maybe just get a little, you know, maybe people, you know, open their eyes a little bit more because otherwise you're kind of just so engrossed in your own life and business and all the things you have to do um, and so I think it definitely pulled uh, hopefully pulled open people's eyes and pulled the community you know together more and mm -hmm. you know uh, people working together a lot more on how they can help each other out because you know of course that's that's benefits all of us what was your first job my first job ever or in this industry ever, I, ever. well we'll do both so first okay. <laughs> we'll start my first job ever um, I don't know. I think I worked, I think the very first job was, I worked at like a grocery store. It was like a produce store or something like that. And, um, you know how, you know, I gotta give those cashiers credit. You know, you gotta remember all those codes for everything. I like three three one yeah oranges three nine one i never did that so i had to which i didn't mind i preferred this i worked in the back like you know how the people cut up the watermelons and put the that's what i did yeah and you know the strawberries they made me i didn't want to do this but they did make me put the moldy ones face down so you didn't see the moldy ones oh yeah, that's an old trick yeah they made me do that i didn't want to do that but I was forced into it by my manager. <laughs> mm -hmm. You put the bad fruit on the bottom, put yeah. the good stuff on the Hide them all. Yeah. That's terrible. It, like thinking it? back, I check my stuff. <laughs> no, when, when I shop too. And, and the guys who are putting it out there, they know that you know, like, nah, bro, hold on. Let me get. <laughs> no, my friend, those are good. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, uh, I think that was the very first job that I had. First job in the industry? Six, when I was 16, I went and got a job immediately. Um, in the industry, so I started doing event planning when I was like 21. Mm -hmm. I started working for an incentive marketing company and um, we, you know, I started doing event planning uh, there and then moved on from that. Um, so basically, for over 20 years now, I've been working in events and stuff. Um, I worked for the University of Illinois for a long time, okay. um, and doing event manage uh, as an event manager there. Um, then we bought Knockerball and now Chasers, and so been running that for the past few years. What does America mean to you? America, I'm getting deep here today. Submarine girl. What Seriously, I thought this was gonna be like a party. Uh, what does America mean to me? I don't know. Um, I, ho I hope, you know, it's a scary time right now. I hope it's, um, I just hope and pray that it's, you know, going to be a better year for all of us. Right. Um, we need to get back to, you know, some roots and, you know, what's important and, um, you know, our communities and things like that. We just need to get back to some basics. Has it gone away? Have those basics gone away? Yes, I definitely think so, yeah. Really? I think we think we've all like just people in general are so busy now that we've gone away. Like, you know, with parents working so much and working more than one job. Right. You know, you're not around, you're doing not eating dinner together. Like I know growing up we had I you know, I had to be home at five o'clock for dinner every night and there was dinner on the table every night and you had to be there. You could go back out after you had dinner, but we had to sit down for dinner. And, um, you know, that was every night, I believe. Right. I think Friday nights were pizza night, so whatever. But, um, but now that, you know, that's not even possible for families because the work schedules and kids' schedules, kids are so busy these days even. So, yeah, I think the basics have definitely are, um, you know, missing for sure for families. Um, what's it gonna take? to get back to, uh, maybe not even, not get back to what it used to be, but what's it gonna take to rebuild? People realizing that, how important that stuff is, you know? Yeah. Right? Um, if people don't even realize that they're missing out on that or how important that is for your kids and things like that, you know, or maybe certain people didn't grow up that way and don't realize how important that is and, you know, for kids to have structure and things like that. Um, you know, yeah. and you know, I still make dinner most nights, but we don't sit down. I mean, we might sit down all together maybe two nights a week, but I know like my kids are a little bit older now, but like, you know, when they're younger, they were going off the, the basketball, they had, you know, Taekwondo, they had, you know, swimming. I mean, they're off to all these activities and you're just chasing, running around, um, you know, trying to get them to everything. It's tough to, you know, make dinner, buy it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then okay. have it done at a certain time because they're running around. So, um, you know, just making time for like stuff like that, I guess. Um, you know, it's one thing, of course. Right, right. Uh, now, do you come from a big family? I do come from a big family. I mean, not uh, my immediate family. There was three of us, but um, I have, I always had a big family around me growing up, yeah. How was Christmas? This Christmas? Um, it was great. It's much smaller now too, though, because of you know COVID. You don't see as many people. But um, I, um, as I mentioned earlier, we had a little karaoke party, so that's always fun. 
Um, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. Um, now let's talk Chasers. Mm -hmm. But before Chasers, Knockerball. Yeah, Knockerball. That was the, the first business. Yeah, that that's our mobile business. Okay. And so we, uh, those are the big bubbles you get in and run into each other. We have different games that you play. Right. So we send staff out. Um, a lot of families do it at their home. So like, you know, if you were to have a little barbecue for your kids or family, you know, party, mm -hmm. barbecue, whatever, um, you could do it in a yard, just need some open grass space. Um, recently, or over the summer when it was still nice, you know, when things were closed still, we had some families that uh, like met at a park um, in their neighborhood and then we met them there or our staff, you know, came and set everything up and they, you know, had the knocker ball party, which is as COVID friendly as you can get because you're literally in a plastic bubble. Right. <laughs> With nobody else. Yeah. Your own plastic so, bubble. Yeah. So you can't get any more COVID friendly than that. And then, um, and then they, you know, the kids played and then they had some picnic tables. She brought up some cupcakes and, you know, they did a little birthday party there at the park and the kids all rode their bikes there. I thought it was really neat. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah that, that, um, I've seen those before. They were taking part in it myself, but yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll have to come out to Chasers and try it out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll get that down right now. Chasers. So we put in, uh, last year, we put in a big turf field in the back of Chase, or it's indoors, but it's uh, uh, behind our laser tag arena. And so uh, that's where we do the, for our indoor, that's where we do the knocker ball. Okay. What year did you guys get knocker ball established? Uh, not, knocker ball, well, knocker ball, we've had it for um, six years, I Okay. Yeah, so it's been a while. Um, but yeah, that we travel all over. I mean, we've gone to Wisconsin, Indiana. Um, we do a lot of stuff with the colleges. Um, we just did a big event uh, two weeks ago with uh, Northwestern University for their football team. They couldn't do anything, you know, usually they do a big end of the year. Yeah. Uh, you know, they take them somewhere, but you know, with the, uh, all the restrictions in place. So we went there, they have that beautiful facility. Um, it's right, it's overlooks, it kind of jets out onto the beach and onto Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, it's gorgeous, I mean, and uh, so, you know, the big stadium, we went there and um, did knocker ball, we did human foosball, and then we also brought the- Human foosball? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> trying to picture it. Well, you know, foosball, yeah, yeah. right? So think of you are the foosball player, you're on a line there with two other players and there's, Rose and you know, so you're facing that way. The other team's facing this way. Right. Holy cow. That's. And you just move though. sideways. You know. Human. I'm write that down. I'm about to play <laughs> that one day. All right. Um, now let's talk about Chasers. How did Chasers get established? What's the beginning of Chasers? Uh, well, Chasers. This is actually their 23rd year. Okay. Uh, or our 23rd year. Um, that Chasers has been around. Um, we've been at different locations over the time. Our partner, um, Rich, actually started Chasers 23 years ago. Um, we got involved in the business uh, just over a year ago. Um, you know, prime time, just in time for COVID. Right. It was great timing. <laughs> you got good plans. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, well, who knew that was going to happen, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anyone predicted that. Um, so, yeah, so Chaser's been around a long time. We've been at this location there on Highgrove um, for six years, okay. seven years, seven years now. And um, last year we added on our combat uh, tactical tag, which is laser tag, you know, on steroids, right? Is that what you say? Yeah. Uh, is that PC? Yeah. Um, 
But uh, they laser tag on muscle enhancers, Corey. Muscle and <laughs> <On> vitamins. <laughs> Strong dose of vitamins. Right. <laughs> um, no, so it's uh, so we got like um, uh, submachine guns okay. and um, what's it, what are the other ones called? Uh, yeah, assault rifles. Assault rifles. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's some pistols. So it's laser tag, but these guns, um, there's like online scoring. Right. Um, you wear a headband. And then we do different team modes, like you, know, you could do teams, solo, things like that. There's a bomb that we could, uh, you know, one team can take out in the arena and, um, and the other team has to find it and disarm it before the time's up, things like that. So Ooh. it's kind of cool. Damn, this sounds like a lot of fun. Lots of fun. <laughs> um, what do you like most about Chasers? What do I like most about Chasers? Um, I think my favorite part of Chasers, you know, we get some, um, like, the because it's been around for so long it's funny we um we get repeat customers that the kids are like i'm not having my party anywhere else but here like we had we've had families that the mom's like this is his fifth year having his party here right. and because there's so many age levels that it you know works for um you know you start off with the classic laser tag you know, maybe when you're five or six years old and, um, you know, th there's an arcade, um, there's a jungle gym area, right. you know, things like that. So there's so many things for them. But then as they progress, then they're like, well, I want to do the tactical tag now. Like, you know, I'm moving up in age or the knocker ball we just added on, um, you know, we just added on, uh, brought in some virtual reality too and things like that. And so, um, you know, it's kind of fun to, you know, when you get you know, guests like that that just come back year after year and the kids like, I'm not having my party anywhere else, you know, where you see some of these, you know, gigantic, you know, um, entertainment venues yeah. that, you know, they can certainly choose from, but they come back to like a family owned business. It's a good that, feeling. Mm -hmm. Good feeling. Um, now, Chasers, Knocker Ball, any other, um, anything else in the wheelhouse of those? They have different parts of their own businesses, right? Uh, well, Knockerball is our mobile, as mobile. I said, okay. so we, yeah. we bring that out to schools or, you know, people's homes, local parks, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, we travel all around the city and suburbs. Um, like I said, we even have gone as far as, uh, you know, Wisconsin and Indiana. Um, and then Chasers is our indoor venue. Okay. And now, um, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you guys have been open during COVID. We were closed uh, from... March, right. the first okay. shutdown happened. We were closed from March till um, like the beginning of July. Right. Then um, we opened with the restrictions mm -hmm. that were in place, like you know the tiers and all that. First, you could have like you know ten guests, twenty five guests, things yeah, like the that. Tier level thing. Yeah. So yeah, so we've been open then since July when we reopened. Mm -hmm. um, you know, gradually, but you know we're our facility is eighteen thousand square feet. A lot of areas, it's 25-foot ceilings um, because we have so many different parts of Chasers, too, like the laser tag arena. Um, we have private party rooms. We have an arcade area um, and then the knocker ball field as well. And uh, so we're able to, basically what we're doing now is just semi-private, private parties. So you're not going to come in there and there's going to be 200 people in the oh, place yeah, yeah. and it's going to be yeah. a madhouse. It's, I think you guys are doing it safe. Yeah, I mean... We have a party this evening, and it's she's going to have 12 guests, um, and it's just her. We're opening just for her, um, just you know, for this uh, this family. They want to do something special for their eighth graders. 
Nice. You know, which they probably really deserve after being cooped up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. E-learning. Yeah, e-learning. Get the guns and we'll blast a little bit. Yeah, kids need some some fun and uh, you know, and there it's just going to be their group in there. So we've been trying just to make guests feel as comfortable as we possibly can, and you know, if they call and you know have some you know any questions about that, like I kind of steer them where you know it's going to be the least crowded, or maybe you can tack on a couple hours at the tail end of our regular business hours to have it more private or things like that. Uh, now, do you have, uh, where's the websites for these? How can people uh, sign up and, and all that? Chaserstag.com okay. is our chasers with an S at the end. Chaserstag.com is our chasers uh, website. We're on all the social media as well. And then um, Knockerball is knockerballchicago.com, but Knockerball Chicago is also linked on the chasers as well. Kind of go back and forth. But knockerballchicago.com is our, and then we're on all the social media there as well. All right, gotta holler at y'all on Instagram. Yeah, you gotta get the family together and come out. Gotta holler at the IG. You could bring, you could have your pizza night at Chasers, your Friday night dinner night. <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. That actually yeah. brings up a good, those bring up good memories for me too. Um, I remember like the family getting together and like going, you know, showbiz pizza. Oh yeah. Like that, you know, and like, Everybody's there chilling. You got the pizzas and all that kind of stuff. It's good time. Let the kids go run around. It was crazy. terrible pizza, but we still went. Yeah. I remember showbiz. <laughs> yeah. Was there one out here? Because there, I, there was one. Because I, like I said, I grew up in the city. There was one on Kedzie, like 55th and Kedzie yeah. or 59th. Yeah. Yep. That's the one I would go to. Um, I grew up in Harvey, Illinois. So okay. we went to a couple like okay. out there, way south side. Yeah. Right. But I remember like the city showbiz pizzas before like it became Chuck E. Cheese. Those are some, those hella memories right there. Um, so literally midnight tonight, we usher in a brand new year. Okay. Um, without showcasing too much of what you got going on, what do you really want to see happen for Chasers and Knockable? Um, for 2021, um, just, you know, Probably what we all want is back to some normalcy. Sure. Um, you know, want kids to get back in school um, and just get back to being kids and getting back to some normalcy for them. Um, that includes chasers as well, like, uh, you know, just families being able to come out and be comfortable. Um, hopefully with this vaccine, you know, people can feel a little more comfortable coming out as that rolls out a little more and, um, you know, that's all I can hope for. From your start, event planning to now how's your experience been as a businesswoman um it's a lot it's tough um you know there's a lot of things that i had to learn that i wasn't comfortable with um number one a podcast i would never have done this before <laughs> <laughs> i'm a, a big chicken i would never do something like this but i swear i've had to do i've had to do a couple interviews and things like that um we had um you know whatever different things i had to do and um when bob asked me to do it i was like i just have to i you know even though i wanted to say no because you was gonna say no. I'm a chicken. What? I'm a big chicken. I was like, I know. I just, you know, you just gotta bite the bullet and do it, right? Right. Yeah. You just gotta kick yourself in the behind sometimes. And this is a <laughs> yeah. And this is a, a fun show, you know. It's not well, like tell me about where are your financial. I know you hit me with the dad question, right? And I'm like, but dad, I don't know. I haven't thought about my dad. He passed away. I haven't thought about him recently. Yeah. Um. 
I, I like I like capturing like the serious stuff about people and not the fluff. And and that question too, when it comes to the dad, like you know, I'm always trying to make bring like the human part out in people. I never try to do it in a uh, in an overtly like you know provocative or, or mean way or anything oh, like no, that. I, it's, yeah. You roll with it too, so thank you. You know, <laughs> I've had some guests like I don't want to answer that. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't. How deep are we going here? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Where's the couch? Is this <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so now, I am looking at a a city in a 2020 that looks like it's it's gonna be doing pretty good. I, from what I've seen down here in Aurora, speaking, it's good morning, mm -hmm. but like. I still have and I've seen like a sense of optimism with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Even you give me the appearance of being like a person who's optimistic about the business going into 2021. You don't seem like a quitter. I haven't met too many quitters. Well, um, I mean, we can't, right? What else, what else can we do? You know, you got to keep going. You know, we have no choice, right? Some people say let's head back and let the government take care of it. Well, I mean... You, I don't think that's a good idea. If you want to trust the government with them, I, mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know. But, you know, we you have no choice. Uh, you know, like for myself, honest, like, um, you know, we just got involved. We have, we've only been involved with Chasers for, you know, uh, past year and a half or so. So um, certainly there's been a lot of sweat and tears that have gone into it. And actually blood, too, because I had to do some construction. And uh, there, was, there was some blood that happened. But... <laughs> I didn't do construction, and I don't have steel toe boots, so there were some nails that came through my shoes and things like that. I was about to say, you can't do construction looking fly with the boots and all that. Well, I had gym <laughs> shoes on. Oh, yeah, no. So anyways, but, uh, but you know, people, you know, and, and some of these other businesses, and uh, all of these other businesses, like, you know, the hours and time and money and, like, family that has jumped in and helped and friends and things like that, like, you, they have to keep going, you know. I once they heard have no that, choice. I once heard from another business owner that people only see the outside or like the fun, good stuff, what it is fun and good. For they sure. don't see what goes on. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, I kind of touched on it uh, briefly, but, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm not, uh, that I wasn't necessarily comfortable with, you know, in having my own business. When I worked, you know, for businesses in the past, when your computer didn't work, you just called the IT guy and said, hey, can I go home because my computer's not working? Are you gonna fix this today? Should I? What should I do? Right. Um, when you're a business owner, you're gotta figure it out yourself. That's your um, computer. Yeah, you, there's no IT guy to call. And um, you know, when I needed a new website, you know, I had to become a web designer, and I've never done that before. And you know, you just gotta figure it out. And um, you know, there's a lot of frustration and things like that. But you know. You just got to figure it out because, you know, life goes on and you got to you got to get stuff done. <laughs> Is the customer always right? Um, no, I don't believe that at all. No. No. Do you believe that? <laughs> I'm asking the questions here. <laughs> no, I've been I waiting mean, to say that to some. Oh, we, that was perfect. No, we like, of course, you know, always want to make the customer happy. Um, so I guess you have to have that attitude to some degree. But I mean, look at we know. That we're not always right as no, customers. Of course not. Of course not. Yeah, <laughs> I ran an escape room and people lost a lot on like the math. So 
So you're not right, dude. You know, like, <laughs> you're just you, not right. Yeah, yeah. 15 times 15 is not 380. Like, you're wrong, dude. Um... I believe strongly in my heart that America as a country is full of great people, it has a great history, it has a great hope, and it has a great outlook. I believe the business community is the reason for that because I do believe that the people who've had to cobble their pennies together or maybe say, I'm going to wait on the light bill because i got to get this game truck. i got to get this yada yada moving. I think that's been the lifeblood of society. That's why I like talking to business owners and asking off-the-wall questions like that. What would you tell to a person who's up and coming in business or thinking about investing in or starting their own business? Um, well, do your research, right? Um, and, you know, you have to have the attitude. Um, and sometimes, you know, I have to remind myself, like going back, like all the stuff that has to be done, you know, that you don't know about or whatever. Um, I think, and this is a problem that I have, you're sometimes better off passing it off to someone else rather than spending the countless hours trying to figure it out yourself. But hire someone else to do it or find someone else that knows how to do that and, you know, whatever, maybe can teach you because... Um, you know, the hours that I've spent on things sometimes could be better used other oh, yeah. places. Yeah. And I don't take my own advice. I just try and figure it out myself. I mean, if, it if probably it's could. taking you three hours to reboot your computer, just call the guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. For yeah. God's, for God's sakes, Corey. <laughs> no, and I've been I've been bad in that regard that I don't uh, I don't I because I, I feel like I have to learn it eventually myself anyway. So I probably caused myself a lot of headaches unnecessarily when I could have. You know, just paid someone else to do it. Right? <laughs> um, what song would describe your life best? Song? Uh, I don't know. I really... Um, you know what's a... Well, I don't know if this describes my life. But uh, I'm a country fan. I'm going to Nashville in a couple weeks. But uh, Eric Church has a new song, and it's pretty cool. And I thought it was fitting for 2020 but uh he talks about i think it's through my ray-bans is it called it's a brand new song but he talks about how because he wears ray-bans all the time like sunglasses right. all the time and he's on stage and he's looking out at the crowd and they're all like arm in arm and he said you guys are soldiers like you know and like the to get and you're singing back and all this stuff and he goes so he the point of the song is that he wishes um that we could see ourselves through his Ray-Bans as he sees us, which I think is pretty cool. Eric Church? Yeah. Have you never heard of Eric Church? Want me to play it for you? Yeah, well, go ahead. After, after. Oh, about to <laughs> <laughs> oh, the listeners are like, damn, man. Good morning, we're with country today, dog. Damn, <laughs> hell yeah. I don't know too much about country. I, I'm a Johnny Cash Hank Williams Jr. Okay. That's that's country. Yeah, that's that's like all I got with country. That's all I really know. Well, I think you know con that's what country music is though. It's about people's lives. Right. It, you know that's what that's what makes it country is it's talking about people's lives. Where does country end and blues begin, or vice versa? Well, I don't know. I'm not a blues fan. I've been to some blues bars and stuff, but they. 
I guess it's not too far away. Blues are, I don't know. Aren't they crying about something? I don't know. Is it country crying about something? No, they're talking about their life. <laughs> you know, I'm going to defer to the country expert here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you'll have to listen to the songs. He's not crying about anything. Sometimes they're just talking about drinking and God. Or, who's your honey? Who's your baby? Who's your... You know that one? Yeah, yeah. That's not about God or drinking. But that's a good song. I like that song. That, that song's pretty cool. Um, before we go, I do want to ask you, um, if you had to do it all over again, we have to look well. We have to look back on the Corey uh, coming up, doing her research and everything. What would you tell the Corey then? What's the message to the Corey then from the Corey now? Mm. Before being a business owner, or when we started being a business owner, the early days of being a business owner. Hmm. What would I say? Um, I don't know. Sorry. It's all good. Um, so, the show, well, what do you got planned for this evening, for New Year's Eve? Um, just going by a friend's house, a couple people, like 10 of us, whatever, going to hang out. I think I'm going to make some, um, uh, what's it called? Jungle juice? No, jungle juice. We're old. Salad dressing? No. <laughs> that was good. No, I was not going to get any salad dressing. Right. Um, uh, martinis. I was gonna make ah. these but I don't. I forgot the kind of French martinis. I was gonna make some French martinis and bring over there. What are French martinis? Um, it's uh, Chambord, vodka, and then a little bit of champagne um, and pineapple juice. Dang, so good as hell. What's that interest? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I can say it on this podcast. Right? No, no, no. Yeah, don't do She'll that. Kill me. <laughs> some weirdo be like, "Hi, I heard on Good Morning Aurora you guys are in the party tonight." Um, Corey, the show ends on a positive note. What is your message to the people of Aurora uh, today? Um, you know, one thing I uh, told, uh, I was just talking to my son's friends about this, but everything is, um, you know, divided, you know, now, you know, racially, mask wear or not a mask wear, Republican, Democrat, like all this stuff. Like there, there's so much divide and, you know, we just have to get back to, you know, get back to the basics and um, remember that whatever's trying to divide us, there's a reason for it. And, you know, let's get back together. Come together. There's got to be a country song for that one. I'll have to find it. Oh. <laughs> all right, I'll stop singing. Um, we appreciate you coming on to the show. Thank you for having me. This is a really good interview. Really good interview. Uh, to all of you listeners and all you fans and all you viewers out there, we hope that you guys have a safe, blessed, positive, powerful, French martini-filled um, <laughs> New Year's Eve. We will see you guys back here Monday in a brand new year for the world's greatest morning show. We'd like to thank our guests for coming on to the show. All of you guys out there, take care. Peace. Thank you. <laughs>